is brought to you by St. Cloud's General Rental Center. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jay. All right, so let's uh, first of all touch on the Timberwolves who win last night. They knock off the Denver Nuggets. Denver played without uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, but still a win's a win. Uh, your thoughts on that uh, Wolves victory? Yeah, like you said, not much of a game. Uh, it, it, you know, from a fan perspective, and yes, a writer's perspective, it's a, it's a shame that the NBA allows teams to just take games off. Uh, and so if you bought a ticket for last night's game and you didn't get to see all of uh, Denver's good players and the reigning MVP that, you know, you should be able to file a lawsuit someplace, but <laughs> it's never going to, obviously that's never going to work. Uh, teams are always going to be allowed to do whatever they think is in their best interest. It's just a, it's a bad way to run a league. Um, the problem for people who want to do something about it or are upset about it is uh, there's probably nothing you can do about it. And the NBA continues to get mammoth TV deals. And as long as they're getting those mammoth TV deals, they're not going to, feel much uh, pressure to adjust how people use their star players. Now, the Wolves play, you know, it was a game that the Wolves could have had a letdown, as they have so often this year. They played well. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin got out there and looked really good. Gobert looked really good playing against non-centers. Uh, you know, they had a good game. So, and they finished the homestand 4-2. and two. They're 13-6 and six in the new year since that, uh, as I wrote about, since that terrible New Year's Eve loss. They're 13-6. and six. Uh, they're right in the midst of uh, the playoff race. They're not far out of a really good seating. But now, you know, things are going to get tougher. Now, they, they have a tough schedule the rest of the way, and this next road trip is very difficult. Um, and uh, and and uh, Dallas just traded for Kyrie Irving. I don't know that the Kyrie Irving move is going to work for them, but it certainly makes them more talented and more capable offensively and more diverse. Uh, the, the You know, the conference is very packed right now. So they just – they need to keep playing well, they, and and everybody else is playing about the same as they are, so it's, it's going to be a fair fight down the stretch. Jim, do you have any opinions on what happened last Friday in the game against Orlando where uh, five players got involved in a fight? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very obvious what happened. Bombo was, uh, was taunting Rivers from the bench. Rivers asked him to stop. He didn't. Um, uh, and that's another thing. You can, you can legislate against fights. You can do whatever you want, but in the moment – uh, that's going to, that's, that's going to happen. Um, you know, obviously Bamba started, turned it into a problem. Uh, Rivers shouldn't have, you know, and Rivers didn't throw the first punch. Rivers wanted over to say something to him and Bamba threw. So I put most of the blame on Bamba and the, and the magic bench Rivers, you know, as a, as a valuable player, you can't put yourself in that situation where you're, you're starting a fight, but, it's really hard to separate the competitiveness um, and the toughness uh, out of athletes uh, in moments like that. So, you know, it's, so I think that, uh, I think that Orlando probably should have been more heavily punished. Um, but if you start a fight, you're going to, if you get into a fight, you're going to have some penalties. So it, I guess it's not that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. What do you think about Jalen Suggs grabbing a hold of uh river's neck and tossing him down? Yeah, that's, you know, and remember the NBA, when they went through a spate of fights, maybe in the eighties or nineties, whatever, they put in the third man rule. And the idea was, you know, I mean, that was not a third man rule. They, they didn't want people coming out of nowhere, coming off the bench to get involved in a fight. Things have kind of settled down. I don't even know what the heck the rule is right now, but that, that seemed a little aggressive to me. Um, you know, these guys and these guys are all in the same union. They're all rich. Uh, 
And yes, things can get heated. Uh, I mean, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird got into it. You know, Jordan and Lambeer. I mean, there have been, there have been a lot of great NBA players have gotten in fights. Uh, most NBA, great NBA players have gotten in fights. Dr. J, I think, got in a fight with Bird once. Uh, so it's not that unusual. I just thought that I thought Bamba started it. I thought Suggs escalated it. And I thought they would have been, they should have been the people primarily uh, taking, taking the big punishments. Jim, how about uh, the Pro Bowl games, which completed yesterday? Boy, a lot of Vikings involved in la- that last flag football game. You had Cousins, Hawkinson, Cook, and Jefferson all out there together. Felt like the NFC was kind of resting on the Vikings, and, and they came through. Yeah, well, I mean, the Vikings aren't in the Super Bowl. and They had a good team. They aren't in the Super Bowl. They had a bunch of Pro Bowl players, and the Pro Bowl players were willing to play. So, you know, that did put them in a pretty good position. I watched just a few plays. I think I watched when Cousins threw the touchdown pass and hit Jefferson on the two-point conversion, and it just didn't do it for me. It it didn't look like football, uh, so I stopped watching it. Uh, And I was in the writer's room at the uh, Timberwolves before the game, and we were all talking about it, and basically I said, you know, I think think if you're going to go away from actual football, I think what I'd like to see is Eli and Peyton Manning playing Scrabble. I think that would be the right Pro Bowl competition and I said it as a joke, and everybody in the room said, well, that would be better than this. I would watch that. <laughs> it's pretty sad, yeah. They're, they're trying, and uh, the the best catch thing with, I think, Amon Ross St. Brown won, um, and it was judged by celebrity judges. I'm thinking, is this their version of the slam dunk contest? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, they're, they are just trying everything. Um, and, you know, I don't know what's going to work. I also, as we've talked about many times before, I don't, you know, I don't know what the ratings are going to be like. I mean, that I usually don't check on Pro Bowl ratings, but I guess I'll be interested this week to hear what the actual ratings were from this, uh, because, you know, they're experimenting. They can experiment with a bunch of other things if they want, um, but I don't know. I, I, they'll always, they'll probably always have this weekend because it's a way to reward players, and it's a way to get ratings that you wouldn't otherwise get. I mean, this is still, even if they get relatively low ratings, those are still eyeballs on their product that they wouldn't get if they didn't have this kind of an event. So, but you know, I, I guess, I guess what I appreciate is they are, they are willing to experiment and, and they probably will try something different next year. Jim and the Vikings closer to uh, getting a defensive coordinator. Uh, yes. Uh, Everett went to Carolina and uh, Vikings, Kind of, Carolina was in a good position because they, they interviewed him for their head coaching job. So when he didn't get a head coaching job and they needed a defensive coordinator, they already knew him. They'd already gone through the process. Maybe he saw something he liked that is a better defense than the Vikings. And he just signed on with them without interviewing with the Vikings. So I really think it's probably between Flores and maybe Petten at this point. Uh, I've, I've said all along, I thought Flores would be the perfect hire for this team. And I, could see that happening. If uh, Flores were to get the Arizona job, if Petten were then the defensive coordinator, how would he be different than what we saw uh, this last year? I mean, it'd be different just because he's different. Um, you know, I, I, and also he's very close with O'Connell. He was in the system. He saw what went wrong last year. So, I mean, if he gets the job, it's going to be because he is, he is convinced uh, O'Connell internally that he can improve things, change and improve things. So how specifically would he change it? I don't know. Um, you know, that, and that might also, that could, you know, his answer to that could either determine what they do with personnel or could 
it could dictate what they do with personnel. So, so uh, I don't know exactly what it would look like, but it would look. <laughs> let's put it this way: if you if you hire Brian Flores, Brian Flores is going to coach his defense. If you hire uh, Petten, he's probably going to do what O'Connell wants done. Jim, the uh, Gopher men's basketball team, another uh, blowout loss, uh, falling to Maryland on Saturday. I had a listener that uh, listens to us on a regular basis, and he he wanted to know if uh, you know where the Gophers practice, if they practice in William Arena, Williams Arena or somewhere else. He he said he hasn't uh, seen a Gopher basketball team shoot this poorly in a while. They didn't shoot it well. Um, seems like other teams are not having problems uh, putting the ball in the hoop, though. I'll be honest. I haven't been to a Gopher practice in a while. The access just isn't as good these days as it used to be, and I don't get much out of it. And I cover everything, so I, I, and the team hasn't been good enough to kind of go out and spend extra time with them. So I don't know. I, I, my my assumption and what they've always done is practice at Williams Arena. Um, obviously, they and now the women have their own court. So the men could go over to the pavilion and practice there if they wanted to. But my understanding is they, they practice at least some of the time in Williams Arena. Um, and listen, I, I don't think that has anything to do with their ability to shoot. They just don't have enough good players. And they don't have enough, and of the good players they have, they don't have enough good healthy players. Um, and, you know, I think Carrington was, if this team was going to be competitive, they were going to need Carrington to develop into a good three point shooter. And, you know, he was, he was, Trying to get down, go down that road, and then he got hurt. He will be a big key to next year's team. His ability to shoot threes. Obviously, Garcia with, I mean, with um, uh, battle with some of the injuries and illnesses, and not have the season they need him to have. But most of it, most of this is depth. They just don't have many Big Ten players, and they're trying to muddle through a season. Jim, do you think uh, Williams Arena is an advantage or a disadvantage when it comes to recruiting? It's a great question. Um, I would say at this point it's probably a disadvantage. Uh, you know, when you see, because we've seen some players, uh, go, you know, we've seen players, even some, ki- some kids of former gold gophers go elsewhere to play, even go to Wisconsin to play. Uh, it's obvious that, you know, the, the romance of Williams Arena is not winning them over. And if you're bringing in somebody who is, you know, has just been to the University of Texas or whatever, Kansas, and they come into Williams Arena, they might think it's a little dump. Um, you know, so I, I don't think that – I don't know that it has the right effect on the impressionable 17-year-old that, that they needed to have. All right, Jim, what do you got in your podcast? Uh, let's see. Full slate is up at TalkNorth.com, the Cheryl Reeves Show. Uh, Russo, LaPanta, uh, myself and, Roy, and Lavelle Neal talking about the Twins outfield and how interesting that has become. Uh, the, and we'll, today we'll do the Giant Krasinski show and the Viking Update show. Get ready for the Super Bowl. Everything's just talknorth.com. All right, Jim, thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Jim. It's Jim Suhan, Star Tribune Sports Columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at Suhan Strib. Check out his latest column in the Star Tribune or his podcast at talknorth.com. Jim, today brought to you by St. Cloud's General Rental Center. News from ABC is coming up next. You're listening to the 